0: Welcome to episode 83 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John! Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. <laughs> so we've, we just... tried, we've tried recording this same <laughs> podcast three times, and this is the third time right here. And as you can probably tell, we're doing it at, <laughs> with the in person equipment because the internet's not working. Turd. Like, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm not even going to ask you how it go- it's going, because it's going f***ing terrible, because that's just how it's been. <laughs> but I mean, I was going to come into West anyway. anyways for grocery
1: shopping, so this saves time. I suppose. Kind of, in a weird way, except yeah. you have to spend uh, I'm not actually some... saving time, yeah. but it's not that far out of my way. Yeah. So, it's not
0: the worst. But, okay. So before this stuff goes up in films, <laughs> let's dive right into our topic <laughs> and just get cooking, man, because, uh, alright. But, um, so this week which apparently, I don't know if Watsy is sabotaging us because they don't want us to say anything about it, which it's all good, but I'm, um, uh, well, not all of it, but um, <laughs> we're, this week we're going to talk about um, uh, Magic Arena again because we're in open beta. Open beta finally happened. John, give me a thumbs up because you can hear the thumbs up. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. we literally discussed yesterday that I talk with my hands a lot. I know. So. And I also gave you a thumbs up last night when you couldn't see me. At my desk. I heard it. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> in my basement. <laughs> okay. but, Actually, yeah.
0: the the cat watched me and thought I was weird, but... Okay. But yeah, we're going to talk about um, uh, Arena Open Beta to, the, today, so I'm... Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, anybody who's listened to the previous one knows we're, we're fairly large fans of Arena. I'm a big fan of Magic in general, and any... Like,
1: being able to play Magic in my house without having... Having to dump hundreds of dollars to build a deck is really, really nice. Yes. Let's not discuss the fact that I am a whale when it comes to online games. Yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing, right? If I go off the deep end in Magic Online, I'm out thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. If I go off the deep end on Arena,
0: I'm... Not out thousands of dollars, <laughs> like a couple hundred if that. It's easier to pace myself on stuff yeah. like that, right? So it's, it's much more economical, in my opinion. But we'll, we'll be hitting that yeah. point. Um, uh, but let's just knock off the first thing. Just, I mean, the reason we're doing this one is we played closed beta mm-hmm. and now we're playing open beta. So, um, I mean, how does the game fare between the two? Like, from my opinion, not much, honestly, has really changed since the end of open beta. It's more just a flag to some degree,
1: yeah. They obviously. Open beta is just more about the stress testing. There's more people doing things that can yep. break the game. Closed beta was figuring was finding the large game-breaking bugs before they affected thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to be really big guinea pigs on some of those ones. Just Dissever- discovered a few random bugs occasionally, yeah. but most of them were already
0: reported, so it's like, yeah. I mean, they anything, you, any program you make is going to have bugs, honestly. Yeah. Like, and... Like... Uh, So I said, I think I used this comparison to you, and I didn't bring it up in either of our other attempts at this thing, but um, uh, I feel like... I think I said they... I feel like they went into open beta a little early with some of the features and stuff that they're missing, which we'll hit those in a a little later. Mm -hmm. But... And I also feel like they released the game to close beta really early as well. I agree.
1: It's Mm -hmm. very rare that you see a beta that it's very rare that you see an available beta, even if it's just closed beta. And it's like, here's the thing. Their, while it was a closed beta, it was a large closed beta. It was like, a large closed beta, and it was very beta. Like, there came a point where it's literally like, anyone who wants to be in closed beta, you'll get the closed beta. Yeah. You have to try to get in. You, have, you to... have to go
0: find, you have to, like, go on Reddit and say, hey, can you send me a closed beta key? Yeah, like, it, and that was, it. it was
1: insanely easy to get into the closed beta if you wanted mm-hmm. to, and, like... I I
0: both understand why they didn't, and I also think maybe they shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, like, I think the comparison I use is, like, so, like, the people who were in closed beta early on, like, that perception carries over in a lot of ways. Yes. To, like, on and on and on. Like, I think the comparison I use is that, like, you know, during Vietnam, the, like, the AK platform, like, the M16, like, had this reputation for being unreliable. And honestly, nowadays, that's not true in the least bit. Yeah. But everybody thinks it's super unreliable still ar not ak oh yeah sorry ar god how dare you you caught me on that (laughs) one um but like yeah the ar like so like so there's this perception that's carried over you know for what 50 years 40 years like (laughs) that people believe this thing and i feel like the same thing will somewhat happen with arena people are going to think it's kind of buggy and sketchy and the the economy's no good and all this stuff when in reality it's not as bad as that by any
1: means. No, like they have they have fixed a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are still around that they need to work on. Oh yeah, yeah, and they, they they admit that too. They they, they admit it and they're like we are working on it and like mm-hmm. that. But that's just the cost. Like they, I feel like they really, really, really wanted to push the hype train. Oh yeah, and because uh, who's the new CEO? Uh, Chris Cox. Yes. Yes, because uh, on one of the podcasts I listen to, one of the hosts giggles every time they say his name. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh – He's very, very big into online platforms, as it were. Like, and everyone's well, suddenly. Did he come from like a? Uh, he came from like Microsoft. Yeah, or I'm pretty sure he came from Microsoft. So everyone's like, he's obviously pushing it, and
0: maybe he pushed it a little too quickly. Maybe. I don't know. The thing though is, is, that he's right, and they need to do that. They like, absolutely like you do. You just cannot exist in this world and, without a digital presence of yeah. some sort. They are behind the curve. Yes. And don't get me wrong. Magic Online,
1: digital objects, is technically a digital platform. Yeah. But goddamn, does it look like
0: it's from the seventies? <laughs> it does not. It, it is not modern. It does not feel good. Mm-hmm. Like it functions, and like honestly, the reason they've been able to get away with it so long is that Magic is a phenomenal game. Yes, like that is literally the reason that they've been able to do it. And MTGO does very accurately represent a mm-hmm. game of Magic. Yes, it
1: does that insanely well. Yep. Even it's just the badly, even the bad parts. <laughs> yes, the pro- <laughs> Magic is not an exciting game to watch. No. And arena
0: fixes a lot of that, honestly. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. I've, I've, we've played Magic Online together, mm-hmm. and we've played Arena together. Yes. And honestly, playing Arena together is a lot more fun. I have much more exciting reactions when we're playing Arena together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's much, it's much more fun. Like, and hopefully you, we can fix your internet so we can do some more of that. Hopefully, but we'll see. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like this is a very much a needed thing, and honestly, like if they. You know, and they keep saying they're not doing this right now, but like someday, if they're like, "Yep, Magic Online is dead," nix it, and mm-hmm. everything is going to be Arena, I would I would be okay with that. I saw a guy post on Twitter today.
1: Okay, His, I'm sure it's valid a valid Well, he was like, he was like, "I've been playing Arena every day for the past three days. It's completely great. I'm someone who has over ten thousand sunk into MTGO, and I wish I had listened to people when they told me I should sell out." Because it's going to go away, but I'm of the opinion now that if I lose everything on Magic Online, I will have at least have enjoyed the journey. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Okay. It's
1: like I I'm I do not agree with people who think that MTGO is going to go away anytime soon.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. Because no, here's the no. thing: it can't. Yeah. Like Cube is a massive draw. Yep. Until you get Cube on MTGO, mm-hmm. people are are on Arena, Arena. People are still going to play online. Yep. Until you get modern. Until you get legacy. There's a... Until you get vintage. Vintage. We... They what? They just put finally put vintage cards in Magic Online like yep. two years ago? Yep. And it it increased the popularity of the format vintage. a lot.
0: Like, it, it made vintage something that people care about. Yeah.
1: Like... Like look, the, at
0: the, look at VSL, right?
1: Like <laughs> Yeah, VSL pushed that. Like, VSL became a thing, and it, it got whole, so many more eyes on it. People watch Eternal Weekends more yeah. now. Like, obviously not, you know, there isn't as many people buying into it, because you can't. Yeah. There's literally it's a It's still cap. expensive on MTGO. Yeah. Like, it's still expensive, but... Like that's it that's magic. It's expensive on MTGO, but it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, pieces of power are on, on online, I'm pretty sure, under $100. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's expensive to play Vintage, but you can still play it Mm -hmm. and it's sweet. And you can say, I own a black Lotus. Yeah. It's made out of ones and zeros, but I mean, how's it any
0: different than one made out of cardboard? Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, we're, we're obviously really, really high on arena as you probably can tell, but (laughs) So, um, let's just kind of hit some of the points on this whole thing. Um, I'm actually going to swap a couple of our, or order things around. Um, the first thing I want to hit up is that one of the biggest inclusions uh, from the end of closed beta into open beta. Um, draft and sealed. God damn, this is the best thing they ever did. Yes. The drafting itself is still a little sketchy, but it's still limited yeah. the gameplay. Yep. So here's, And that's super important. So, yeah, the drafting, they need to get the live drafts in eventually somehow. But, like, honestly, for, for me... I I far, far, far... uh, Like, I like that I can hop in there. I'm not timed. Mm -hmm. I don't have to wait for anyone. I can just go in there and draft at my own pace. I can can go in there and, like, open a pack and look at it and be like, John, what should I pick out of this pack and send it to you? Yep. And then, like, have you reply 10 minutes later and be like, okay.
1: I agree. I actually do really, really like that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Like, the only reason why the actual drafting is weird to me is because, like, you can tell that the... You can
0: manipulate the AI. You can
1: manipulate the AI. And that is potentially an issue but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really detract from the gameplay yeah. it just means like you wind up with a weird looking deck like yeah. but being able to do exactly that is really sweet because it does yep. lead to discussion honestly the fact that they released sealed at the same time as guild's pre-release yes was best thing ever yes, Like it was god amazing <laughs> oh my god especially because they gave anyone who went to pre-release
0: one free sealed event yeah i went infinite on that for like three drafts like yeah. Yeah. It was so awesome, like, and then I was just like, I don't even care, I'm going to spend it and get my seal, like, buy my five packs, you know, <laughs> or yeah. six packs, like, it was so great.
1: Yeah, it's like, you're, it guaranteed you stuff, and, like, the actual payout for them was really good, like, yeah. you're, it was a really, really good way of getting new people into the thing, yeah. and they obviously already enjoy sealed, yep. because they went to a pre-release. Yeah. That, or they just enjoy pre-releases. But, I mean, you know, pre- pre-releases are sweet, yeah.
0: like, you, you don't hate limited and go to pre-releases. That's not how that works. Fair, yeah. Like, you would just more like, are like, I like playing Magic. And yeah. I can get cards and go to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Sealed, I was so happy to get the Sealed, because I love Sealed. I love, 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 love Sealed. Like, just no matter what. So, getting that was just, like, one of my favorite things ever. And honestly, being able to... Um, even even if it isn't as good, being able to do, like, a bunch of drafts over and over again quickly and inexpensively is really, really good for, for that. Like, I, I drafted tons of Dominaria when that was on.
1: Yeah, I don't actually... What is... Do you know if you were to actually spend
0: money, how much a draft would cost you? Um. I'm trying to think. It's 750 gems, so... Five bucks? All right. Yeah, because I've, I've never actually... I've never used gems for anything other than buying my $100 worth yeah. of whatever the current set is. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. because I am... Uh, I've, I've put five bucks into the the thing. I bought the Welcome Pack this time. Yep. Like, I, I put no money in during beta, and then when it came out live, I'm like, you know what, I like this enough, I'm going to spend the money on it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's been worth my five bucks. So, like, I think it's five bucks for a draft, and like... It's expensive for a sealed, like it's like I don't remember how many, fifteen hundred gems for a sealed or something like that. Which
1: kind of makes sense. Yeah.
0: like you know it is. I mean, it's it's this. It, it is a lot of packs. Yep. So it's I mean it's a comparable. I mean I can pull it up and look at it if I wanted, but I'm not yeah, going to. Whatever. Like, but it's like you know, it's it's very reasonable compared to like fifteen plus for a draft, and what twenty five plus for a sealed like in, yeah, r- real life. Depending on where you where do you, it, yeah. Where you go and blah, 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 all that stuff and, and pay out and... Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can... You always say, well, I get the cards and stuff like that. Well, whatever. I mean, you get the digital ones here. You get the digital ones on Magic Online. Yeah, it's I just... mean, these ones... This one, like... So one of the big complaints people are making is you can't trade on this or anything. There's no way to cash out, which... The... Just whatever. Like, I'm
1: sorry, but... Not all of Magic allows you to have a turnover. Yeah. You know?
0: you can't... Well... You can't trade in Hearthstone, right? No. You You can the thing is is you can craft. So like you can dust all your cards and do stuff like that. Yeah, but
1: I'm saying you can't cash if you decide you don't want to play Hearthstone anymore, sunk. You, you cost, can't cash out. It's yeah. done, right? I mean, like you can't trade in Eternal, I'm pretty yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, like we've we've always been the people who are like magic is sunk cost. Like, yes. like anything you get beyond what you get is gravy, like hmm. you know, trying to like, and I'm sure there are people who will just vehemently disagree with me on this, but, like, I mean, I'm of the opinion that, like, you do not do... Ma- magic is not an investment. You do not do anything with that to, you know... You don't have that in your mind that I'm going to make money or even recoup losses with this. Like, that you have to go into the thought that it's just, like, if I recoup anything, that is just a bonus.
1: I have a slight caveat to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two caveats, actually. One, I think all hobbies are a sunk cost okay there we go <laughs> like the that you should never have a hobby with the ex- expectation of being able to make your money back in said hobby at that point it's not a hobby yeah. there are people who look at magic as a way of recouping and increasing their value but those people don't play magic as a hobby yeah that's they the are thing. like you know they're the buyers and sellers they're yeah. they're the trade sharks or the people like that like to them that is their enjoyment like they yeah. don't play ma- they don't play magic cuz they enjoy playing magic yeah. they play magic because it allows them to attempt to manipulate
0: card prices, yeah. right? Like it, and I don't mean that. In, yeah. I don't mean that in a bad term. If, but and if you want to do that, fine. Like that's cool. But like, if you're playing magic, like I just think you have the wrong lines. Yeah, set. exactly. If, if your goal is to play magic, if
1: you're one of those people, like I really love playing magic, but <laughs> I like that I can sell my collection for value. It's like you, fair. You, I mean, whatever. I like, guess, but it's sure. Like... But don't e-
0: don't expect to be able to make bank, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah, you're not. Like you just don't open money nowadays either yeah. like it's just not a thing uh
1: sorry sir opening guilds of Ravnik packs yeah those shock lands oh i suppose yeah. i was giving a friend of mine shit because he was cracking excellent packs <laughs> yesterday like why are you opening excellence packs? Like because there's nothing I want in guilds. I'm like shocklands. Like I have all mine. I'm like, but exactly.
0: shocklands get you anything you could want. Well, I think <laughs> I think of the pre-release one of my prize packs, I opened and got like a sacred foundry or something like that. Uh, and I'm like, sweet. And you're like, oh, do you it was like sweet. I already have four of these. I'm like, here, John. I can yeah, of my dad. <laughs> like this is good. <laughs> like
1: shocklands are the greatest thing to open. Period. Yep. Cause because you can't you can't open actual duels and packs. That's yeah. not how magic works. Yeah, so like. Good. Shock, like that's an, just a little for the people who don't play much magic. I'm just gonna put this out there. If you don't own Shocklands and you like, you're not sure if you want them, just get a playset of each. Yep. And if you just save save extras, yeah. like it's really nice to sit on Shocklands for a little while and then trade them to get into other formats. Yeah. Like it's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when when Cons printed fetches. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Like, <laughs> that's, there's a lot of people who got into Modern because Con's reprinted Fetchlands.
0: Yeah, like, I, I tried to pick up as many as whatever I could at that time, and I didn't, unfortunately, get the sets I needed at that time. So, but, like, I got my set of Polluted Deltas, and man, was that useful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. So, tangentially related. Oh, so back to Magic Online. I was going to say, tangentially related to Arena, um, the economy. Yes. Like since we kind of rattled about paper economy and stuff like that, so, all right. So this is probably one of the most contentious parts about. Actually, probably the second most contentious part. But I'm uh, just because people have to complain about something different, so yeah. they're on something else right now. But I'm a. Uh, I don't know what your opinion of the economy has been so far, but restarting, like I haven't had a deck I've been focusing on. I've been primarily free to play. I said I spent five bucks mm-hmm. um, on a welcome pack. Um, I haven't found the economy to be oppressive
1: no like it is it is very clearly a economy that is meant to you spay, you pay money to skip the line
0: yep I like, mean that and that's what most of these things do
1: that is literally what every sort of um, freemium game does like yeah. warframe is another game it's very much like that you can get anything you want in warframe yep. just by playing warframe yep or you can drop You know, buy the in-game currency and then use the in-game currency to trade it on the market and get what you want for, you know, faster, right? Like, that's just how things Mm -hmm. are. And, like, yes, the specifics of the economy are a little weird, but people are too biased by real-world expectations of magic.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I understand that it's really hard to disassociate things from each other. Because, you know, everything, we already have a precursor to Arena, which was Magic Online. yep. And Magic Online is as close to an actual representation of Magic possible. It even yep. went so far as they sold packs for $4 a pack. Yep. Same MSRP as real cards. Which I think that is just flat out wrong. but I agree completely. <laughs> like, But whatever, we're not on that right now. But, like, as a result of that, there's so many people who are biased by, like, this isn't magic because it doesn't have these aspects of magic, and people just need to get the hell over it.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, you know, it's one of those things, I think we've said this before, it's, like, what is magic? You ask that question to 10 different people, you get 13 different answers. Yeah. Like, like magic is one thing that has spawned how many different, you know, types of games and stuff like that, basically. Like, you know, it's... And, and people, some people magic isn't even the game to them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just... it's, It's so big. Like, you know, how do you... You can't hit everyone with that. And I think with Arena, they're really trying to go towards the purest play experience. Yeah. So, like... So, with the economy, I think, is focused that way in a lot of ways. With event, you know, it's more about events and, you know, getting the packs and everything like that. And I don't know. I haven't... As I said, I've been able to get at least one, like... Probably about a draft and a half a week for free. Yep. Like if just by playing, um, I've been really lazy lately because I haven't been, I've been b- life busy and also just like not like super focused on this at this set for some reason. Um, I'm really bad at Guilds of Ravnica draft, man. I suck so bad. Like I, I, I think the format's good, mm-hmm. and I and I like it, you but I'm just so bad well. at it. Well, the. So far, the correct answer that I found, like my draft strategy, if I really wanted to win, so far is draft a mirror yep. and get a better mirror deck than your opponent, and and that's unfortunate. Valid draft strategy. What? <laughs> Valid draft yeah. strategy. And it's easier in arena, but right. like, um, it's it's really really difficult for me because it's a synergy format too, mm-hmm. and I am stack of good cards. Like that's I just want to play A B. Play good cards and do well. Like so, when Dominaria came back, like I'm I'm really rusty with it and stuff like that. And actually went a little off the deep end with my with my deck, in my opinion, and went like four three right away. And I think I did the greedy one and went like I can't. I either went two three or three three. But, mm-hmm. And like and my decks, neither of my decks were good. They were below average in my opinion. Even though like I think you kind of disagreed with when I talked about them, but I disagreed with one of them. <laughs> but yeah. Those are the two different decks, actually. I realized that some of the stuff had... Like, I didn't have one of the cards in the deck. Oh, okay. it, was in, it was in my other deck, so... But... You know, so it's, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like... I've... I mean, as far as, I think, like, buying into events and stuff go, it's been pretty... Pretty good. Like, drafts, I think, are fair sealed, I think, is fair. I have played almost zero competitive constructed. Um, the one thing I think is weird is, I think the weird formats that they put in, like, Momir... Um, uh, Singleton, et cetera, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the prices on those are just a touch high. And I think the payout's a touch high also with that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think they could bring both down. Like, I'd want to get more people in, even if that resulted in having fewer, um, less less of a payout. Like, honestly, like, free, the, the that free Singleton thing they did right away was phenomenal. Yeah, that, like, was... that was awesome.
1: The free singleton is the only specialty format I've done so far. Yep. None of the other one, I just don't care about any of it. Oh it's yeah, like, the Momir one just sounds broken because of what's
0: in standard. I played life. it; it was fun. Like basically, it's raced as a comma. Yep, which I'm not really into that. So. No, it, it, <laughs> but do each their in. own, obviously, yeah. right? It was it was entertaining, but like, I'm I'm glad they have it in there. Yeah, if that makes sense. But like
1: the free singleton event was just absolute gas because a everyone just started. They probably just have a lot of one ofs anyway. They just jammed it, too. Yeah, and, like, B, you got to do a lot of cool stuff. Like, yeah. there's a lot of cards that you don't play because they're not quite good enough. Mm-hmm. When you can only play one of the best card, you got to start finding yeah, good alternatives, exactly.
0: right? It but the thing is, is, like, the problem is, is I'm not paying 500 gold for that. Yeah. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Like, and I'm kind of into playing those. Like, I think it'd be fun. But, like, honestly, if they did more free events, and even if it was, like, three games you get icrs only or something like that mm-hmm. or like 50 gold max or something like that like or even no prizes almost but actually i think i need a little something something but mm-hmm. like even if it was just icrs like common uncommon icrs for wins or something like that one per win like i would jam those all day like i think i think those are those would be super fun and i think when i play those it gets me to want, want to play the other formats yeah especially cuz you know then you you can I like the concept of being able to use the more
1: casual stuff, like the Free Singleton, yep. to win stuff, mm-hmm. to build in a more competitive format. Like, yep. actual staff, actual constructed, right?
0: Like, mm-hmm. I think you need the stepping stones, and they're not quite there yet. I, yeah, I think the low stepping stone is just not quite there, because the the casual, or the, like, um, you know, free play ladder, is just not there. Like, it's too, it's not... It's a perfect representation of casual magic. Yes. <laughs> like you, you you bring your your pile of stuff and you sit down and your to opponent's play, playing play the casual standards. <laughs> yeah, and your your opponents playing the
1: meta deck and crushes you like or you sit down with your deck and your opponent's playing like mono one drop black cards, and there's you're just like I <laughs> I yeah. Like, I I think they really need to work on the matchmaking for that. Because it's Mm -hmm. just not very well balanced. Like, there is... There are different metas right now where it's, like, the people who sunk money into the game versus the people who didn't sunk money into the game and are just doing, like, the free-to-play grind and, like, the middle of that where people just, like... They'll go from being absolutely crushed by one of the best decks to, like, you know, uh, complaining because they get land-flooded against a pile of garbage and... Mm -hmm.
0: And, (laughs) like... We've talked about this in another episode. Like, this is just how... Like, this is the casual magic cue. And yep. this is just how casual magic works. Honestly. Like, it's it's the reality of it. It's like, casual magic means different things to different people. Absolutely. Like, and that's what's so difficult to it. Like, and I think when they have these focus cues and stuff, like, I think if you did straight ICRs RC, as a reward, a reward, it's not good enough for the people who want to play to play. Mm-hmm. And it gets the, the casual people wanting to play their stuff. Agreed.
1: Like, you need to. You can't just treat all the players as the same Mm -hmm. type of players. Like, different players want different things, and you need to separate them because you will. Otherwise, you will wind up in situations where, like, it's just a feel bad when you're Mm -hmm. playing, like, a casual deck and your opponent crushes you with, you know, a really good deck. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what newer players want to deal with. You know, like, uh, there are the certain people who have like the really good decks who's you know they do enjoy crushing scrubs as they'd say but it's like those people are you know and not well, people you want interact with them anyway most
0: people like that are most people who are who are playing real standard decks when they play that they want to play real games of standards yeah. so that they can learn about how real standard works yeah like that's what you should want to be doing and mm-hmm. things like they're
1: I don't remember which pro it is. One of the pros is even talking that they're about... They're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure
0: once Arena gets to a certain point, I'm just going to be doing all my standard testing on Arena. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I did. Yeah. Like, honestly, for Snake, that's what I... Did. And honestly, I was stupid. I played only best of ones. But I'm... Uh, like, like, Arena... Like, I had never played that deck in paper and literally just crushed it there. I'm like... I mean, you were basically just like, hey... Or I'm like, hey, I need a deck to play. And you're like, this deck is gas. And I'm like, okay, I'll build it and try it. And then I'm like, this deck is gas. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just ground it on Arena. I go, you know, I have a chance to go to one standard event. And you're like, hey, it's the, some, sta- was it, I don't remember what it was, standard showdown or something like that.
1: I don't think it was, was standard it?
0: showdown. I don't, I don't recall you getting a pack for it mm-hmm. or bonus packs. Maybe you did. Maybe I didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't, all I know is I got, it was an invitational qualifier yeah. for our store. So like, I'm like, well, you hand me the deck I'll play it and you're like here you go and yeah. I show up four O it and we're like yeah buddy there we go like Fletcher's right. qualified for the Invitational and there. then, and like the thing is, is I was so used to playing best of one so like I'm used to playing against you know I was used to playing against mono-red burn chainwheeler decks with my glint sleeve siphoners like mm. and so like you know it, it's like I beat them and then game two it's like I get to sideboard into a better deck like <laughs> how is this fair for my opponent like <laughs> 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 uh. Like, uh, so... Uh, and I could see a lot of people primarily testing standard on Arena. Like, mm-hmm. just because, one, it's really fast. It is. Like, yeah,
1: games can take a long time mm-hmm. if you play against the obnoxious people who their literal only win
0: con is natural decking through Teferi. But I mean, like... If you understand you're in the lock, you concede. Yeah. Cause like you, you, you understand the value of your You time. waste as
1: much time as you want to waste yeah. on Arena, right?
0: The, the only time I wasted that much time is when I had a, I had a quest to do 30, cast 30 blue spells. Mm-hmm. Um, built a mono blue deck that was basically all card draw. Um, played against the, uh, like, card draw and some, like, control stuff and things like that. I played against some uh, the, like, life gain on Johnny's Pridemate deck. Uh, I decked myself. How did he not kill you? (laughs) He's terrible. That's what it was. Your opponent, if you played against me, you're terrible. Your (laughs) deck wasn't even good and you don't know how to play. Like, like the fact that I lasted as long as I did against that deck was absolutely absurd. Like, I cannot believe that they did not kill me. But Mm. I I finished the quest in one one game. (laughs) Lost to decking. Yeah. That's great. Like I was not surprised I did that, but yeah. it's just funny. The, the deck
1: was built around drawing as many cards
0: as possible and like, casting as many something and that casting happens. as many cheap spells as possible, yeah, and stuff like so. that. So it's just funny. It was absurd. It was stupid and absurd, but yeah, but like you, you just would cancel out, You know, to get back to everything, you just concede that game and go play another one. Like yeah, that's just more valuable for your time. That's what I do now. Yeah, but it's like it's just one of those,
1: like as as you said the games do go quickly like mm-hmm. the play the pace of play in the game is just faster because there's a lot of little things in magic that just take up time mm-hmm. shuffling yes dear god shuffling takes up oh my so god. much time. people
0: do not realize how much shuffling ta- <laughs> takes up time Also, the the fact that people don't properly randomize their decks, and now that decks are properly randomized, they're mad. Yeah, Um. (laughs) they don't understand what random actually
1: means. Yes, you know, like even just untapping your permanence takes time. like Mm -hmm. like cutting out that middleman, you know, of like time wasting stuff in the game just increases how the speed of play. play. Like it does Mm -hmm. make a big difference. And like
0: as well, like you can just churn through games. Yep. And arena is real magic, which is the big thing. Like yes. that's where duels fell short. Like it was not real magic. It no. was it was this like boiled down magic in a lot of ways. It missed mm. a lot of the pieces. So like the fact that you can like just play a real standard deck with a, with as that fast playing real magic with all the cards with the actual ban list against people who are actually playing the stuff and just mm. you can just jam so many games and guess how much it costs you? Nothing. (laughs) Once you get your deck, it costs you nothing. Like, you can go play uh, competitive constructed, and that's like events that you'll play better people for better, you know, and you get to sideboard and do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like... Even the competitive... There's there's actually a competitive ladder that costs nothing to play. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, they added that back in. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. They were going to take it out, and then they were like, okay, fine.
1: Yeah, there's casual and quotations competitive, where yeah. it's like you can choose... It's best of three. Yeah, best of It's basically best of one and best of
0: three. So yeah, best of one versus best of three. That That is the quotations competitive queue. Yeah. So. I'm going to go off on a thing here really quick, too, and stuff. Like, so, the best of one versus best of three thing. People are raging about the best of one, that it even exists. Like... And I don't get that. Like it literally says "casual" yeah. in the title. Well, they're like that's not real. That's not magic. Is magic is... is only best of three. Have you never played on the? On the table? Apparently, they have it. Like, <laughs> and honestly, I prefer playing best of one by far because I want to play quick games of magic. Mm-hmm. Like. I just, I don't, I don't know. That's just one of the things that, like, people have been complaining about that I don't get, but... I mean, every every deck I make has a
1: sideboard. I don't, I think I've never played a sideboard game on Arena, just because, like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm usually trying to just test out main boards, because I'm oh, yeah. not sure how good they are. And, like, you know, if you want them, then you can go and throw it in the competitive constructed game. Yeah, like, I, eventually I probably would, but, you know, uh, that's, that's not what I'm trying to, yeah. you know, I'm trying to figure out a good main deck, to yeah. see
0: what's good in the format. Like, my goal always when I was playing Snake was to learn, like, I'm trying to learn how the deck plays against other decks and Mm -hmm. understand how, what's important, what isn't, like... Because, you know, I'm always playing main deck games, like, you Mm -hmm. know, like, you're always playing that first main deck game. So, like, that is relevant. Like, you're not, like, wasting a bunch of time. Sure, you technically play more sideboarded games, but I think learning to navigate some of those pieces is really important. And, like, I learned how to sideboard pretty quick for that deck, because it's like, I know what's bad, I know what's good. that's
1: one of the things, though, but by playing a bunch of best of ones, like, assuming you're playing against people who are playing normal decks and not decks that are, like, pre-boarded in a weird way, like, by playing best ones, you learn what cards are just really bad in a matchup. Yep like, that is a thing, like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, 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 you, you don't get to, you don't know how much, how the matchup changes post-sideboard, because you don't know how good the cards you're bringing in versus Mm -hmm. taking out, you don't know what your opponent brings in, but like, it's still, you still are learning from Mm -hmm. it, right? And just getting pure reps in is relevant. Yeah. Like, I think that's a big thing, but. Like, there's a lot of emphasis from a lot of people on, like, you know, post-board games are the most important thing in tests, and they're not wrong, they're very Mm -hmm. important tests. Yes. But. By people pushing that so much, I think they de-emphasize how important pre-board games are. Just from learning, you need
0: to learn how the core of your deck functions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think honestly, like when I played Snake, one of my big advantages against all those other people I played against was, is that I understood how to play those games and the angles I needed to take to win with a deck that had cards that were bad against it in there. Like, exactly. And, and, and as I said, like, uh, the funny thing is, is, like, my round three opponent was on that Goblins list, the Goblins Godfair list, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen that list. Yep. Like, I, I played, like, I never, I didn't see the Godfair, the first game, so, like, I boarded it as if it was mono-red, because that's all I had seen was mono-red cards. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've done this before. And then I see that, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, is I understood how to play against those decks with cards that were weren't optimized for it yeah like obviously i wish i wish i would have boarded properly because i would have done a lot better and we probably wouldn't have gone to turns but i'm uh oh he plays slow in general well i felt terrible for for myself too because i tanked for a solid minute one turn yeah and that was bad and i was super mad at myself for that thing of course he did that every turn yeah but i'm uh (laughs) and people get mad about roping in this game roping uh waiting until your timer starts running out so in Hearthstone, what happens is is when you wait that amount of time, a rope goes across the screen and it burns down like a fuse. Yep. And so it's referred to as roping. Oh, for that people thing. don't like the fact that the timer exists? That, that, that people will sit there and let the timer wait. Because they mad. Yeah. People want to be a child, let them be a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so the funny thing, the, the thing I, I think is super, like, people want a chess clock in Arena. Yes. I think that's a terrible idea. Agreed. But... Um, for for a number of reasons, like so. One roping isn't that bad. Like honestly, it really isn't that oppressive from what I have encountered, and I've encountered people doing it. Like mm-hmm. it. The, the 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 thing is perception always. Like, yeah. So when you when you are playing a game and you need all that time, it feels like the timer is too short. Mm-hmm. When you are playing against somebody and they're just waiting you out, it feels like that timer is forever. Absolutely, time is relative. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like, I, I think I think the solution. In my mind, and this is probably not cracked because people are going to yell at me about it, but it's like, get over it. Yep. Like, just deal with it. Like, honestly, the timer isn't that long. It's like, yeah, you want to play your games. Yeah, you don't want to sit there and wait stuff. Like, it's, I like this, I, I get it. Like, I get they're wasting their timeouts and stuff like that, but if they're wasting their timeouts and stuff like that, like, just wait your five minutes, take your free win. Yeah, like, like
1: if, the, if the same thing would happen on Magic Online, where people... Yep. If people will just sit there and may,
0: you know wait until they time out, that's a ten minute timeout. Yeah, but like, that, but see, the, the, the counter argument I heard to this is that's not as bad because it's taking from their overall pool of time and that can just run out if they decide to keep playing. Okay, which is just basically a non-existent argument to yeah, me. Yeah, like well, I, don't, I don't even get that. But
1: yeah. Most people own two monitors. You have something on your second monitor while your opponent's yeah. being, you Or there's you know, this thing called alt-tab. Time. Yeah.
0: Or, like, read a book.
1: Like... <laughs> Pull out your cell phone. <laughs> like, jerk <laughs> offs, Just do something. Like, like
0: I don't know. <laughs> do like,
1: literally anything. Just who cares? It's like, yeah,
0: the guy's being a child, and now you're being a child over them being a child. Yeah, like, like you know what I did? I would sort magic cards. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm finally getting down pretty low, so I'm going to have to find something else to do. But, like, yeah, I just... I don't... Mm. That shelf's cracking. Um, I don't get it. Um <laughs> the like it's just one of those things that's like just like suck it up and put it on your big boy pants. Yeah. It's just it's like just like the thing where people complain they're like, oh, the Nexus of Fate Loop. Yep. Somebody's got me in the Nexus of Fate Loop and they're just gonna do this until I concede. Well, yeah, concede. Yep. Like we get it we get it in paper that, that would not count. We understand. Yep. But guess what? This isn't paper. It's just reality. Just concede your game and move the F on. Uh, And if you're not playing in an event,
1: who cares? Yeah. Your ladder points, do they really matter? That And even if you are, you lost. Like, I'm sorry,
0: you just lost. Like, just deal with
1: it. Yeah, your opponent has
0: you in a hard lock. So... So, like, just just move on. Welcome to playing Magic. Have you ever played against Blood Moon before? (laughs) Yeah, it's sad. It's not fair. Wah, wah, wah. Get over it. Like
1: Decks like that exist in Magic. It's something you have to deal with. Uh Don't get me wrong. I have sat and waited for my opponent to eventually play a threat to kill me after he ultimated a Teferi and wiped my entire board. Yep. I only waited because I wasn't the last match going, Uh and I just wanted to annoy him. Okay, fair enough. Like you're just trolling. Yeah, you <laughs> say like you're doing the reverse troll. Yeah, he was he like he varied me and like, but there was still, like it was I was at table one. There was like there was still a game going on at table two, and I was like, as long as they're playing, I'm not conceding. Yep. <laughs> get there. Eventually, he played a Gideon and attacked me five times.
0: Like, all right, you win. Yep, good job, proud of you. <laughs> uh, but okay, back to the whole back to the, some of the economy stuff here. Um, wild cards.
1: I like them in concept. Same. I think they they have issues and I'm honestly not sure if they plan on changing them.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure either. Like so the the tracker has helped. Yes. The the problem that we run into still is the bo- the bottlenecks or floods of yes. cards. Like right now I can use any wild card I can get mm-hmm. and I think this is less impactful for me as a player because I'm a, I'm more I'm more of the collector bent on things. So, mm-hmm. I want to get like if I have 30 wild cards, I'm going to go spend them on cards I'm never going to play so I can fill up my collection. Yep, because that's just what I like doing.
1: Which, yeah, yep. teach their own. But there the there there is a known quotations problem on Arena where there is there is a bottleneck on the higher rarity wildcards, yep. which makes sense; they're uh-huh. higher rarity. Fair, yeah. But suddenly you wind up with 170 common wildcards, mm-hmm. and you have every playable common, and yep. you there's like you don't have a use for them. Like you really, really need a Sacred Foundry, Yep. and you don't have any wildcards for Sacred Foundry, and like there's all these little things. People are like, well, they should be able to do this and this, like. I honestly think they should just implement a wild card exchange.
0: Yeah, and then it, 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 the the issue people have is then it becomes another form of currency, and how many forms of currency do you want? And da da. da but it's like the thing is, all your wild cards are already a
1: currency. Yep. and it's not really a currency. I mean, like it it's is, but it's yeah. not changing anything, yeah. right? Like, like if they did like a you can swap four commons for an uncommon, and four uncommons for a rare, and four rares for a mythic, like yep. it would. And just in also in reverse order, because there are situations where people mm-hmm. have, you know, you hear about it all the time, where, like, I have 20 mythic rare wildcards, I have zero rare, yeah I can't buy the rares I need. Yeah, Like, exactly. being able to just downshift that, and you can even have, like, like maybe have the downshifting be not as good, it's like yeah, one like, mythic fine. to two rare. Something like that, like,
0: that's, I'd take that. Yeah, that way, you know... There... I'd take any form of conversion because I think it would be, it would helpful. I think it would do a few things. One, it would take the pressure off certain wild cards. Yep. Like rare. Where rare is just the big bottleneck because lands all end up at rare. Yes. And a lot of the a lot of the good playables end up at rare. Like mythic, yeah, there's a bottleneck there. But I think that's easier to overcome because you honestly don't play as many mythics. Like, In because the there's just decks. Yeah, yes. it, because there's just not... You just don't have the ability to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only so many Mythics, and there's fewer Mythics in a set. There's, like, 15 or something like that, usually only. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, rares, I think there's, like, 30 to 40. Yeah. So it's, like, and, you know, you need four of us for, like, you know, just any of the decks we're playing. Like, you need eight rare lands, 16 rare lands, depending on what you're doing. Uh, four,
1: eight. 12 16 18 rare lands in the
0: Obzonda deck yeah. I played last night. Yeah. So like that list you need a ton of rare lands like you know and that's that's a lot of wild cards like Yeah. And so like whereas that's like metics you for your like mana base. Yeah. And and that, yeah that's just the mana base and whereas like mythics you may need like 5 to 10 for playable cards like mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little higher 12 or something like that. But like you know, that, that rare bottleneck is is a real thing. And even be... Yeah, as I said, even be able to trade Mythics down or, or Commons and Uncommons up, like, you know, four is a... Four seems like a good number for Magic players. Like, just in our head, that, that number makes sense for us. Mm-hmm. But even if they were, like, five or whatever, like, five, six, eight, like, I think even those numbers... Anything would be good at this point, honestly. Ten. Like, that's, yeah. that's a little... Feels high. Ten is like, high, but give us the option. Give us the option. Like, even if it is a bad conversion, like... And part of that whole thing is—is is they need to figure out that the fifth copy solution. Yes. Like I think, I think once they figure that out, a lot of the pieces will come into place.
1: I heard a really good idea actually for the fifth copy solution, where whenever you open the fifth copy of a card, instead of it disappearing into the unknown vaults yep. that exists somewhere yeah. somehow,
0: it, it exists in the background until you fill it up. You know that
1: tracker for a wild yep. card it just puts a slot in the wildcard's
0: track, And honestly, I think that would be a good solution. It's like, so you opened a fifth copy of a,
1: of a rare. Yep. Suddenly, like, you know, instead of needing six for your next yep. rare it wild just card, gives you five, five.
0: It just gives you another tick. It's like... Yep.
1: That, and like, that's a noticeable, seeable mm-hmm. acceleration. It feels like,
0: good. It feels good. It's like, oh,
1: I opened an extra of this. Like, that would also incentivize mm-hmm. people to, like, you know, use, you know, a lot yep. of
0: the wildcards and stuff just to fill it out. Just yep. like... Yeah, and and I th- and people say that oh well then people just buy packs of a set they already have everything up to get the other ones well so? at that rate it's like what six yeah like, so that's so like not suppose you have, suppose you have every single rare and you only open rares that's three packs per rare yeah that's pretty not yeah. great like no. if people want to do that go for it like I think is where, where you hit that the only thing is is there's no common uncommon wild tracker. tracker.
1: Mm. I thought there was an one. Oh, uncommon. there's an uncommon one. Yeah, there's, an there's no common there's no one. There's no common one, yes. Yeah.
0: Like, even if they did they did fractions for the common one or something like that, it's like, oh, you pull a common, you get a fourth of a tick or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I, I like that solution because it, it works with sealed, it works with draft, it works with ICRs. Honestly, ICRs, I think they should just implement the multi the um, uh, you can't get an ICR that you've already pulled. Like, Which that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, it works it works with opening packs it works with all the things and like it's a simple solution Absolutely. and that's what I like it, the simplicity of the whole solution is nice. So like hopefully they do something like that like they they need something to fix that problem cuz that is one of the glaring problems. Like people have suggested doing the peer um basically they call it the uh, um uh duals fix which is if you have a card you can't open it again, but mm-hmm. then that causes issues for draft. It's like, what do you do with cards you get there?
1: Yeah, because like, that's, that's going to be a thing, you mm-hmm. know? Like, if you draft a lot, you will wind up with a play set of Lightning Strike. Yep.
0: Very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. Are you never going to draft another Lightning Strike? Yeah. And, we, <laughs> and it can't just disappear into the Aether. Like, yeah. It has to, like, you have to, it ha- something has to happen with it. And that's why I do really like the, um uh, like, just adding a tick. It's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there's hurdles with that, that people would run into, but it's like yeah. But I, I think like the coding you know, we'll is see. probably a little weird. Oh no, on I it. think I don't think that's probably that bad. Really, I, I think the hurdles are probably more them figuring out stuff economically, or something I'm not seeing some corner case that they have to figure out. But like, because the other problem is, is how do you how do you resolve it retroactively too? Because that's one of the things they said they want to do is they want to resolve it retroactively. I.
1: Maybe do some sort of weird, like, you know, whatever percentage the
0: vault has been advanced. Mm-hmm. Like, you just divide that up somehow. And maybe know. there's something like that. Maybe maybe they have data on how many copies you've opened or something like that or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, if they have something to do that, then, like, they just need to give us some sort of retroactive thing. Even if the retroactive thing is, like, here's a crapload of rare and mythic wild cards. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Like,
1: you know. You want you to know something
0: that is... Honestly, utterly
1: horrifying that I just—I was just thought about. Mm-hmm. If you were to use wild cards to buy one of each, a playset of each dual color
0: rare land, it would be 60 rare wild cards. That's a lot. For a mana base. For a mana base. Like, that's a lot. But, like, think about, just think about how much does it cost you to buy that mana base with money. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, that's expensive, too. Like, Yeah. One of the things that Arena really that magic players we have not figured out yet is that we need to change. I'm sorry. Uh, We need to change how we think about budget decks. Yes. Because right now we're thinking about budget decks as cards with low monetary cost. Yes. Whereas in arena, the it's, it's cards with low rarity. Yes. Like that's how you have to view a budget deck instead. Like, and and people aren't getting over that in their heads. They're like, this budget deck costs more than a blah, 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 you know, because it has a number of bulk rares in it or something like that. Like, and getting over that mindset is a big thing for people. Like, that's why some of the decks that I, like, my budget decks that I've been building just to, like, grind quests and stuff like that, they're all commons and uncommons. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and not a lot of, or, like, one or two Z rares that I have. Like, so it's, uh, like, getting over that mindset is a big thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's really, really hard for people to disassociate, like, Yes, the gameplay is magic and it looks like magic and mm-hmm. it feels like magic. It is not magic in its normal
0: sense it's it's like, It's slightly different. just like magic online is is a very direct about as close as you can get to real magic, but it's not the same thing as paper magic. Mm-hmm. there's just there's just differences there that you have to accept. And I think a lot of these the air quotes sacrifices they made for arena are the correct sacrifices. like mm-hmm. I don't think trading is cracked. I think it messes up the economy. Trading destroys economies. Yep. Like that's just
1: a thing that happens. Yep. So like suddenly, if you, as soon as you have trading, suddenly you're put you have monetary value on those yep. cards. Yep, and that screws with
0: a lot of shit. Oh yeah, and and I honestly d- like that they are not doing dusting, and I know we've this one is one that a lot of people disagree. Like I I I like that they're not doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Like it it makes sense to me, and I understand people disagree with me and I, I think I accept that people disagree with me more on this one than a lot of the other points I, I tend to make hmm. like but I still think like having no like not being able to destroy your cards is, is a good thing
1: I agree on like I personally do find it annoying but I do agree with you yeah. like I think by allowing people to dust suddenly gets into this whole other thing where like you know once again we have the whole like you know suddenly instead of you have a fifth copy what do you do with it? and I was like well now you have a copy of a card that you don't want to actually own. Yep. What do you do with it? Like, on, the thing that annoys me the most is like when I'm like looking for cards to put in my deck, and I have like two play sets of Lightning Strikes. And it's like, all right, I guess I'll take one with the nicer looking art. It's like yep. it's kind of annoying having to have eight Lightning Strikes because Lightning Strike will probably be reprinted in a lot of formats. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I don't know if I need a thousand. <laughs> But like and you know, obviously, as I said, I come from the collector angle. So to yeah. me, to me, it fits right into what I'm trying to do, which is why I kind of accept that people think differently on this one than me. Because I like it, it's exactly what I want to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. like I have how many different copies of Lightning Strikes in my collection right now because it's been printed a bunch of times. Like yep. that's just what I do. Like you know, it's, it it makes perfect sense to me. Like you know, so it's. Uh, that's one that it's it's a tough one but yeah I'm as where I'm more someone who's just
1: like I only need one place out of this card I just want the one with the art I like the most so. yeah exactly
0: yeah so all right um I want to cover a couple of these few glaring omissions here and stuff the things that are really missing from the game we already talked about one of them which is the fifth copy problem they need to figure that's something they need to figure out soon absolutely like that
1: that is probably the biggest bad taste in the mouth of people. Yeah. Because, like, it disappears into a vault that you, you can't see. You
0: can't see. You can track it with some sort of, like, third-party program that appears uh, in the game. You can go into your logs and see your percentage.
1: Which is, like... Because uh.
0: they they, they want to make it less visible because it's going away. Yeah. like they, They're like, we know this is going away. They're like, it was a good attempt, but it's just not what needs to happen. Yeah. Like, so, they, they just kind of hit it, which, is, which does leave a bad taste. Like, I don't really like that either. Um, but... You know, from from the stuff I've heard, it's it sounds like one of the things that they are actively working on. So I hope they come up with a solution and let us know what that solution is. Like yeah. that's one of the big things too is they need to let us know some of this stuff.
1: Like they, they have been very open about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but well, people al- people just think they're lying. So. Yeah, they've also been very watsy about a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, eh, like we really, really don't want to be mad at you. We're just we're magic players. We like data
0: yeah but like and see part of the, the thing too with that though is is like i understand their perspective too to some degree because it's like you know they're like this is what we want to do mm. and then later on down the line they're like well we need to change what we wanted to do and this is what we're going to do and people are like you told us you were going to do this mm-hmm. and, blah, 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 and it's it's bad because the internet is full of obnoxious people yes, who don't understand exactly. how the world works yeah. so but I mean, like so one of the things when we we prepared these notes before they made they made the announcement because we have so much damn trouble with this shit, but um oh boy, like one of the other one of the other things that was a glaring omission is the direct challenge thing, and they say that's coming that they say that is likely coming in November, yes they say basically pending a problem like it's it should be showing up sometime in November, <laughs> and I think they even said they're like this is something you can expect soon, like actual soon like you know. This is not something that's coming out next year, you know, or in three months. Like, this is, you know, in that time frame, they're like, this is coming out in the next update that we can release it in. Yep. Like, so unless it goes completely, you know, pear-shaped by November, like, the next update, I'm sure they were going to do it then, like, in October. Or not October. So if it doesn't happen in November, it's going to happen in December, or even they might even push hard to try to get it out as early as they can. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... I think this is something that they're really going to try hard on. Yeah, this is one of my main
1: reasons for the whole, I think that they released the beta too early, because yep. I'm just used to friends lists being a very, very early thing mm-hmm. in available betas. Yeah. You know, but, like, they obviously prioritize things very differently, and they probably prioritize them in the right in the right order. We, like they, We talked about
0: this. Yeah, yeah, like, prioritizing it as gameplay is very important. Like, that's the number one thing you have to do that. Like, the ability to make a deck... Get into a game with somebody and play that deck without the game blowing up on you. That's priority number one. Yeah, like you have to have a game of Magic, yep. mm-hmm. and you know that's just the whole
1: like. That's basically my whole like. I think they released just a little too early because yeah. you know,
0: but you like, know you have yeah. you can only test so much in house. Yep. I, I mean, as I said, like I'm like when with without the friends direct challenge I'm like, eh, like that does seem like a weird admission, but like when I when I broke it down, I'm like, okay, what are your like if you had to prioritize this thing as you were building it, what are your priorities? Number one is is get the game functioning and matchmaking working. That mm-hmm. is number one, period. Number two is a basic economy functioning. Like you need the economy functioning. Number three is draft and events. I think that is honestly above a friends list. Like if you if you are prioritizing these things in order in yes. your head. Number four is the friends list stuff. And yep. honestly they have basically been following that priority scheme. Yep. Like and so like I look at it, and I'm like, this sucks that it's missing, but it is, But this is also something that requires external infrastructure. Absolutely. Like, so it does require a little bit more work on their part and stuff like that. So, like, well, I wish it happened faster, like, and I'm kind of like, guys, this should probably have been in the game before open beta, like, I can at least look at them and go, okay, like, at least you guys have been doing things in the right order, even if you've been watching it a little bit. Like, exactly. Like, you know, like, they're... they're
1: they are doing what they need to do, just a little slower than we would like. But we're humans; mm-hmm. nothing happens as fast yeah, as we want exactly. to. Exactly. So, like, I'm not gonna, get, I'm not gonna hate on them that much because the game's honestly
0: pretty goddamn good. It it's good. I mean, it plays magic and <laughs> yeah. that and like anything that plays Magic well is on, is just going to be good because Magic's great.
1: Also, it was really funny when we were in closed beta and we kept trying to queue at the same time to see if we can get paired against each other. Yeah, let's <laughs> try that. Which always
0: failed, yeah, but... <laughs> but... Eventually, we'll get to play against each other here in Direct Challenges. Um, man, uh, so, I don't know if this is a glaring omission, but something they need to fix is the deck builder. It's really hard to, like, see what the hell's on your deck. Like... Yeah. I th-
1: The issue with the deck builder... Is I think there's just too much going on on the screen, right? Like, yeah, you have the card layout, you have, or and with the thing over here, or you have the card layout up on top. Or when mm-hmm. I say over here, I mean a column over to your right, yeah. And the, or you have like a, a row on top of like the You're card layout. Just waving layout. Your hands around if you want to see it <laughs> with the with the row on bottom with like the cards laid out like you mm-hmm. do if you would actually laying on a deck list. And, yep. like, it's just really hard to see the whole thing. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how they can fix it, honestly. Like, yeah. you to like, shrink everything, but then
0: it's harder to see everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's some things. Like, so some of the big things they need to do, um, they need a few more filtering options. Like, they have sort by set now. Mm-hmm. You have to manually do it, though. They don't have an interface for it. You have to do, like, E colon, the three-letter set code, which Dominaria is actually different than Dom. It's actually, like uh something I don't remember. Yeah, the fact that
1: the set codes don't always match the actual set yeah. seems like a someone screwed up somewhere and needs to have a strict talking to.
0: Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure how that happened. Like maybe there's a coding reason for it, mm-hmm. but it's a bad coding reason you should fix it. Yeah. <laughs> um so like like they need a a good GUI for sort by set. Mm-hmm. Um they need an option to merge same copies. Yes, and they need an easier way to cho- choose this, choose art for a cards of the same card or a version of the card for the same card. So like right now you have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get like the lands you want mm-hmm. if you want a specific land. Still haven't figured out how to do that. Uh, there's instructions out there on how to do it, but um, right. uh, they need they need an easy way to do it. Like you know you hold a button down on the card and it brings up all the different types or something like that yeah. or, or whatever like that um, or something like think That's one of the things they need to fix too. Also um they need to make it so that you can easily get a single screen version of your entire deck that's easy that's okay to read like if that makes yes. sense so that i can send you deck lists that are easy to read <laughs> yeah
1: even if it, it doesn't even need to be like Have it be, like, this is the deck in its completed form. And just full screen that shit.
0: Yeah, and just, like, you click a button and it screens it, and I can take a screenshot of it. That's all I want to do.
1: That's, like, because you don't, you don't need, I don't need to, like, see a deck list and have, like, a random miscloaked herald, you know, sitting in the upper corner. It's, like, I don't care about that. Yeah,
0: just throw, let me do that. Um, Some of the things they have done, uh, the deck stats thing is really nice. Yes. Like, I've used that way more than, like, especially in draft, like... I'm like, oh shit, how many creatures do I have? What's my curve, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's nice to see that at a quick glance because I actually do all my deck building in the column one, not the like visual layout. I I usually
1: build the deck in the column, but for mm-hmm. a final once-over, I bring it to the layout just because that's just how it I do It is a little better things. for
0: that. And honestly, I think if I could full-screen it and just look at it like that, yeah. like, I don't like having to scroll. Like If I could just pop it up and look at it and just be like, Okay, and then yeah. go edit it again if I needed to. Like, I think that would help me a lot. I'm also just very, very good at recognizing cards on site alone. So that's a,
1: that's that's the reason why yeah. the layout, the full the full layout is really yeah. nice for me. You know, I don't need to, I don't want to have to read every individual card. I just want to be like, oh,
0: I know, I recognize yeah. that, I recognize that, I recognize that. Yeah. And I think the last thing that is like, it's not really omission from the game right now because they just dodged it. But I'm uh, like. They need to let us know what their plan is for rotation eventually here. Like, is there going to be Arena Modern? Are they going to compensate people? Are they going to do... What are they going to do for this stuff? Or how are they going to handle bans and stuff like that too is part of the thing. Like, are they going to compensate people for that?
1: Yeah, like if people already have... Like, ideally they just don't have bans, right? I mean, like,
0: that's what we want. I mean, honestly, we want everybody to live in peace and love and harmony. But like, that's just not the reality.
1: Yeah, we live in a world where they have to push the boundaries with cards. Yep, and then we wind up with things like aethers, aether, blah blah. blah, blah. I don't remember what the card's called anymore. tune with aether. No. Oh, that's the... The artifact that puts an Ember Krill in play for free. Oh, uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that thing. Like, you wind up with the accidents. Unexpected results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wind up with accidents, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone wasted their wild cards on those, and so, you know, suddenly, you're like, well, we had to ban
0: this rare, and everyone's like, well, do I mm-hmm. get something? Yeah, I mean, like, in the real world, you're just out it. Yeah. Like... Which is fine. Like, I think in this game they need to do something to sweeten the pot. Like, it's like if you have cards and we ban it, here's four wild cards for yeah, you. Yeah, just give. Yeah, Here, here's yeah you 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 know you have three of them. Here's three wild cards for you. You have four of them. Here's four wild cards yeah. for you. It was really really awkward when I'd look through
1: my you know collection of red cards and I'd see a rampaging Frogsodon. Read,
0: read it out. <laughs> red it out. Yep. It's like and I have like three of them. It's like thanks guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so it's like they, they need to figure out what they're going to do with that whole mm-hmm. piece basically like that there's something with their I mean they, yeah there's some stuff there's some stuff they need to hash out but I mean as a whole it's really good yeah like I, I still really love it you know and once I finally am like I mean I've got to really pick a deck because there's a GP at the end of the month and I have to have a three deck. weeks. three weeks oh shit man that's really approaching fast um, PTs in two okay but like I, I mean so like you know, I, I, to hit this hard and get, you know, all that stuff and all, and be able to like grind these decks and play and get the cards and stuff like that. Like it, it does a good job of that. Like, mm. lit, like, literally, I won that invitation or invitational invite because of Arena. That yep. is the reason I won that. And I gave you a great deck. Well, you you keyed me onto it, but like you could have given me a great deck, but without Arena, I wouldn't have done anything
1: true you wouldn't have really I wouldn't have understood doing,
0: so. it the reason I did so well is because I understood that deck and how it played against other decks inside and out mm. like you know and there's not a ton of decks I can do that with honestly like you know even decks that I really really like but so, yeah so yeah I don't know. John any other thoughts on arena or uh,
1: that's kind of it It was a
0: uh, sweet. arena sweet. I'm a fan I wish I could play it more yeah maybe we'll fix your internet and we can by the time the challenging comes and we can do that but hopefully hopefully okay but we did it hopefully we'll see (laughs) i don't know once i close off this recording and stuff like that hopefully it actually like functions but
1: only had to take a 15 minute drive after swearing a lot last Uh, night yeah
0: that was frustrating but all right well cool if you guys want to shoot us some feedback you can send us an email um to the local meta at gmail.com Catch us at twi- on Twitter at TheLocalMetaPC. Um, if you need anything else from us, TheLocalMeta.com. is a the place to find all our stuff everything like that. John? Yes? Anything else? Any last words before you, since you're just doing handguns at <laughs> objects in my basement? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Right, cool. So we'll catch you next time. See ya.